do love, definitely, Lorelai for sure, but obviously everyone knows who Julia is, but I'm going to I'm gonna give a little intro. So randomly, I will tell you that multiple times throughout the year, Julia and I have had interesting conversations about energy and the universe and, and, and being intuitive and all those things. And I'm all about the woo, but I'm pretty, I have limited woo knowledge. And so I was like, I feel like it'd be really fun as we're moving into 2020, when everyone's really working on figuring out what's right for them, what their path looks like, you know, where they really feel their most peace and alignment and all of that. So I wanted to bring some like woo experts. And I know Julia would be like, I'm not an expert, but she kind of, I mean, she kind of is woo skills. And it sounds like Lorelai's woo skills are like amazing. So I'm to talk about what their background is and what, you know, with this particular topic and what they're going to share with us today, but they have a whole outline ready for us. And so I'm like ready to take my notes and I'm excited. So thank you ladies for being willing to share. And I will let you just, Take it away. Go for it. Okay. Okay. So um, I don't know how you wouldn't know me, but I'm Dr. Julia Carlson, and I practice in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And Lorelai here is my office manager. Um, we she came into my practice mid August, and you will see that we were destined to work together <laughs> because it's impossible that we've only known each other that long. So. Um, I'm just going to go right into how I realized my intuitive capabilities and kind of go from there. And then I'll let Lorelai kind of talk about her journey. So um, I, I feel like I've always been intuitive, but I didn't start trusting my intuition until about six months ago. Um, it kind of happened right after my husband's best friend passed away. And I just started to feel things on a deeper level. I am not sure what his passing had to do with that, but I do feel like everybody's paths are, and the things that happen in your life are co-created with other people. So um, when I started to realize it, that's shortly after the podcast came out that I wrote into She Slays the Day. And... Um, Little does Lauren know that she's pretty intuitive herself because she called me Jackie to mask me in the podcast um, session. And it was a really, really dark time for me. Um, probably the darkest time I've ha ever had in practice. And I was just really struggling with um, taking in my own power. I was um, running around with my hair on fire a lot and expecting my husband to put out the fires for me. And so I, um, when she renamed me, she called me Jackie and I've been called Jackie my entire life and I had no idea why. Like it just, it, teachers, like people accidentally call me that. Like, isn't your name Jackie? Like all the time. Well, then I realized that Jackie is actually with me all the time. She's my guardian angel. And we oftentimes get, now that Lorelai is here and you will see the simpatico-ness of this, but um, she's much stronger now because Lorelai has also helped me see my intuitive capabilities too. Um, how she communicates with me is she, I channel her. So channeling is like getting ideas that don't feel like your own and you're just being given them. Um, the other thing is she gives me the number 33, which it had to be blatantly obvious. And, you know, there's 33 principles to chiropractic and there's, you know, 33 segments in the spine and there's all, you know, there's the, all the 33s. Jesus was 33 when he died. Like there's so many <laughs> things about 33 that I would recognize. So that's how she, that's kind of how she acknowledges, yes, this is the right thing to do. And she gives me the number 88 when I'm being supported by her. Like she's holding me. She is holding space for me. Um, I, this has been like, in like I've studied it intensely the last three to four months. And this is how I came to realize it. Um, but it's always been there. I just didn't realize it. So um, now what that looks like for me is um, I have to be really careful. My husband does not think that this is... <laughs> He thinks I'm nuts, 
but he is he's growing into it i'm just going at his pace with it for him but the other side of that is with my patients um it i go with what i'm feeling and i will ask them directive questions to find out if there's something more going on with them than just um, their physical pain. And that has helped me tremendously get breakthrough upon breakthrough for those patients. So that's how I'm currently using that capability. And also, I mean, there's all kinds of other things I use it for. Um, what's the next step? What's the next path? Um, I wrote many, many times in the squad Facebook page, how transformative this year has been. It has been by far the hardest year of my life. This has been bar none but although it's hard it's um I like I asked to be this person I asked to get the things that are happening in my life and they are they're absolutely happening and they're happening at a ridiculous rate because I became aware and started listening to my soul and I started listening to um all of the information I'm being given when I stopped and listened so um, I am going to turn it over to Lorelai so she can tell you about her journey. Sure. Hi, everyone. It's so wonderful to meet you. I've heard a lot about um, the squad, so this is an honor. Uh, like Julia said, we met in August, and it feels like we've known each other forever. <laughs> um, so my, I guess, journey with kind of connecting to myself, um, like my inner voice, my intuition started probably five or six years ago, probably way before that. But when I became aware of it was when I just was really unhappy in a corporate job and decided to leave that and pursue um, a different thing. At the time, I was going to go into massage, but ultimately what I ended up doing was yoga teacher training. Um, once I finished the program, and got into the space where I was teaching and leading classes, I really found that if I tried to plan it, I just, it stressed me out. So if I just would set everything down and surrender and just show up, uh, like Julia said, I would just channel, like information would come to me. I would know exactly what to say. I would know what to cue next. And it was um, kind of mind blowing. <laughs> and. Uh, that was about um, the time I realized how sensitive I was to energy, too. So that's a whole nother thing. Um, but that's been a really fun thing along the journey. Um, when you tune in and you get like in alignment with yourself, which I now understand how uh, much chiropractic care and the nervous system health is just like a part of this whole thing. And it is so exciting to me um, just to be able to learn more about that. But when you are in alignment, when you're in the flow of that connection to your inner being, um, then you can connect to this higher wisdom. And things, like Julia said, it doesn't mean that there aren't challenges or that um, things are never difficult. It's just, I find... Um, it's easier to like get back on track or stay on track, uh, which is really helpful. So that's kind of how I would say the whole um, tuning into my intuition helped. Just going through the training, um, it kind of like unlocked wisdom that I already had. I just would find myself like talking about chakras and energy and all this stuff that I'm like, I didn't even really learn that in depth in training. How did I know that? I don't know. Um, so that's kind of the fun part is it takes me or my ego out of the equation, um, which is kind of refreshing. Like it's not about me. I just am the conduit for the information and it is, um, brought through me, um, in whatever way. Um, and I would say like my inner voice or my inner being communicates with me more so in a feeling or knowing sense. Um, and my guides kind of communicate with me in that way too. So I just sort of have this like knowing or instinct, um, which I think a lot of us have, and we are just taught to suppress it from a young age. So I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, mm, I feel a lot better in my life if I'm just listening 
to my intuition and my instinct. Um, I think that's about it for yeah. For tell, that part. Like, can you tell them like your intuitive readings and the things that you were providing as a service for people? Yes, yes. Um, so before I came here, um, I did spend a lot of time. I was teaching yoga. Uh, several times a week and then working one-on-one with people. And what I would do then is use some sort of tool like Oracle, or I do um, look up people's astrology charts as well. And for me, it's just kind of like tuning into the energy of the situation and asking the question. And for me, it's more of like a coaching, intuitive coaching than a reading, um, because I really believe that the information is, it's like I'm just there to help the person acknowledge, confirm, or uncover whatever information it is that they need. It's not me saying, I'm this guide and this is what you do. <laughs> so um, that's the part that's really important to me is I more just work with people on trusting themselves and their intuition. Um, and I do share information that comes through and, um, just kind of disclaimer that this is through my filter as well. So I always, 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 uh, with Julia, even in a working capacity, like I feel like I know her inside and out. Um, and it's not scary, not in a scary way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a way where it's like, I just know what she needs and that's important to me to support her in that way um and i don't think i could know her as well as i do if i wasn't as open as i am Mm -hmm. um but ultimately for her no matter what guidance comes through for me to share with her i always support her in trusting herself like that's the most important thing Mm -hmm. agreed so what we do together now is like when we have our team meetings, we look at the structure of protocols. We look at um, what did or didn't work with a new patient, like what things could we refine and hone in on. And then we just ask for, we surrender and we ask for help. And it like comes to us so fast. Like I have literally redone all of my protocols since Lorelai got here and it's only been since August. So Um, that I think is probably bar none. The thing that is the most helpful, especially in practice is when you surrender and you let the opportunities come, then you, you don't even have to ask any questions. There's no decision-making. It just feels aligned with your soul and you start doing it. Like I'm delivering cookies and Christmas caroling for marketing. That's what I'm doing right now because I, that's me. That's my soul coming out. So that's what I decided to do. And I don't even like... I wasn't being governed by some weirdo saying, no, that's a stupid idea. Like I just did it. So, um, that's what that looks like for us in practice in a day to day. Um, so I want to give some tangible things that you can do that we do in the office every day. Um, one of them is learning how to trust your own intuition, because I feel like that was, it was like a cut and dry night and day thing for me. I was like, Oh, that voice that I hear that is not, it's like not a voice. It's like inside me. When I follow it, I get faster and better results. So I got, I got measurable results from starting to do that. I am now in my dream practice. Like everything is completely, it's like, Oh, it is it. Yeah. It's innate. You are right. That's exactly what it is. It's innate. And Trust that you might have guides that have been speaking to you your entire life. Your guardian angels might be speaking to you, like whatever, whatever you feel or think it is, it's the truth. It is the truth. So you don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to like go around like surveying to see if people are hearing the same voices you are. They're not going to. It's, it has to come through for you, which is why I see the number 33. That's my number because that's what I would recognize. That's how I recognize it. So um, one thing I do want to talk about is something that Lorelai does because she mixes um, intuitive capability and astrology. 
um, is we do a productivity moon calendar, which I just said we, she does it, I don't do it, okay? <laughs> um, and I just wanna flip the camera so that you guys can see, see it here. So this is our office practice vision board. Um, I have my camp um, affirmations on there from camp and things that are important to us. But then here is the calendar. So um, Lorelai, can you explain like how you do this? What the X's yes. mean? And yes. Um, so first I want to give credit to Soul Shine Astrology. Um, I'm definitely a person who's like, hey, if something's already created, I'm not going to create it myself. Um, so she, Soul Shine Astrology, I pay for this download and get the calendar. It's all put together. But then what I do with it is I look at uh, Dr. Julia's and my um, different times of the month that are maybe going to be more productive or just like what to be aware of. So that I base on like what moon phase each of us was born under. Um, I was born on a new moon and Julia was born um, right before a full moon. So like our um, moon phases are kind of opposite. So it's like when she's maybe feeling depleted, I might be feeling more energized. Um, so those are just some things to be aware of, um, especially when you're someone who's working on like emotional intelligence and communication. Like it's just important for us to know where we're each at. So I use it just to kind of see based on her moon sign, my moon sign, what phases of the moon we were born under, and then when it will be reflected back to us, which is when it's under our sun sign, um, those are just like different dates that just kind of give me like an inkling of what to expect. So one thing that's really interesting for this month is the full moon was in Gemini, which is Julia's sign, and the new moon is in Capricorn, which is my sign. So it's just kind of like a sympathetical thing, like, whoa, okay, we December are December has been <laughs> the most transformational month of my life. Right. So far. So far. Anyway, um, so that's how I use that piece of it. The spots that are grayed out, like when there's a void moon, that's basically like the moon is taking a break. It's not sending out emails, it's not setting up meetings, it's not starting something new. So we're just aware of like those are days that may not be as high functioning or high energy and it's not a great day to start something new. Um, I also use it for like our goal setting and intention setting. So one of the things um, like for this year is a huge like 10 year cycle is ending. Um, so making and setting your intentions for 2020 is best done like after January 8th. So right now is a better time to just kind of like reflect back, celebrate how far you've come, look at the things that are working and not working, but not necessarily like push yourself to make decisions right away. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so then because we use that, then we do. Okay. So this is the other half of the office. I have this giant check that I wrote to myself from God and Jackie. <laughs> and then um, we have our angel wings. We wore those on Halloween, but I was like, we need to keep those in here. We have um, an abundance prayer. And I think I, po I posted that. Um, and that just gives us like good, clear intention for um, just the day. Uh, this is the board that we use to, um, develop and write our gratitudes for the day. And then we write, um, affirmation. <laughs> I just realized, oh my gosh, I'm like, hey, thank you for the band on your tree. <laughs> we were being ridiculous yesterday. <laughs> um, here is a really good, um, little thing that Lorelai wrote yesterday. It just, um, to allow what's supposed to happen right now happen because um, trying to control it does not work right now, especially um, the last two weeks, I would say, have been extremely hard. And um, I just needed a way to calm my anxiety. And that was the best, that was like the best way to do it. This is our routine um, for when 
we start the day and we just really intentionally make sure that we um, just do everything with intention, basically. So that is that. I'm going to switch this around here. And so um, we also do cards. Um, and so I know I talked to quite a few of you about cards and the types of cards at camp. Um, and we, I mean, when you want to get into using cards, you should literally go to the bookstore or Amazon and just browse them until you find the deck that feels good to you. And that's the one you should start with. Um, Lorelai is going to do a card reading for, um, the squad right now. And we use them to set our intentions for the day. And then I have, I also have Matt Hubbard's, um, affirmation cards and we pull one of those every day just to, uh, seal the deal just to, and they always match. It's never, I mean, it always feels like this is what we're meant to hear today. This is what we're meant to do today. And it just gives me that, um, just feeling of like knowing I'm doing the most intentional thing for my practice and my patients and my staff and my family and everyone in my life. So, um, I'm going to have Lorelai do the card reading now. Cool. So. Sounds good. Um, is it okay if I do the little meditation to kind of get us in? Yeah. If you want to do okay. the meditation first, then cool. we can do the Sounds cards. good. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share with you, I have a soul inquiry meditation. It's really short, um, but I thought it would be good to just kind of help us all just like unwind, relax, tune in. Um, and then I will draw a few cards um, for the squad, for the group. Um, so just wherever you are um, in a seated position, try to have both of your feet planted on the ground. If it's comfortable for you to close your eyes, um, go ahead and do that, or you can just soften your gaze towards the floor. Rest your hands in your lap. Palms can be facing down or up. And just tune into your breath, into your body. Feel your body supported by the chair, wherever you're sitting. Just allow yourself these few moments to relax, to open, to open your heart and mind to whatever guidance is meant to come through today. Just breathe gently in and out, kind of up and down the column of your spine, inhaling from the base of your spine up to the crown of your head, and then exhale, release, grounding down, relaxing your shoulders, relaxing your body even more. Keep your awareness on your breath. Just breathing in and out. I'm going to ask a question several times in a row and you can just answer it in your mind and just allow the answers to flow through whatever comes up no matter what it is how ridiculous it seems just allow the answers to flood in and if nothing comes up that's okay too what is it your soul wants what is it your soul wants what is it your soul wants? 
What is it your soul wants? What is it your soul wants? What is it your soul wants? Just contemplate what came through. If it was different words or just a feeling or sensation or something that you visualized. Maybe it was one thing over and over or multiple things. Just allow whatever came through to rest in your heart. And take another deep breath in. And as you exhale, slowly blink your eyes open. So if you can, choose one thing that came up. So for me, a lot of times when I really tune into this space, it's freedom. Like freedom is one of the things my soul really wants to experience and feel. So um, try to look at it as more of a feeling. And this is something you can add if you have a word for 2020. Maybe add something that you want to feel for 2020. And I like to look at it as a way to kind of steer myself or guide myself. It's like my guiding light. So if ultimately I choose freedom, um, when I'm making decisions, I ask myself, does this make my soul feel free? And that doesn't mean that you don't do anything that um, doesn't align with that. So an example I give is like, okay, if my daughter throws up, it's not like I'm going to say, well, that doesn't feel freeing to my soul to clean that up. So I'm not going to, obviously life is still a thing, but with big decisions, bigger things or um, things that really matter um, as far as like moving forward in your practice, in your direction, in your relationships, so on and so forth. Okay, so um, I'm going to use the Work Your Light deck. I got to go to uh, see Rebecca Campbell when I was in London. I went to one of her workshops, and it was amazing. She has a book also called Light is the New Black, and it's super good. Really easy to understand and helping you find um, your intuitive voice. Okay, so um, the cards I'm going to draw for today, I'll just do three um, for the group. So it's for the collective. Um, Just asking, like, what can we tune into um, to honor ourselves in supporting whatever it was that came up? So the thing that your soul is really wanting to experience. So first of all, um, just some support in that. Uh, I'll draw all three cards and then I'll explain, dive into that. Uh, The next one I'm going to do is for the group. Um, How can we best support each other? Or how can you best support each other? So first one is more divine guidance. Second one is how can you support each other? And the third one is what can you do to support yourself? Okay, so the first one um, is Pleiades. If you don't know what that means, it's okay. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's not a big deal. Um, But ultimately, uh, what it says on the card is double mission. And maybe I can have Julia send a photo of these to everyone. Um, Channeling and uplifting humanity. So ultimately, what that's saying to me is when you... Give yourself the space, even if it's just a few minutes, to tune in, to just receive the information. When you are channeling or receiving those pings or hits, and Christy, I think on one of the calls you did, I overheard you say like, I just got this something. I forgot what you called it. I was like, a ping. She got a ping. (laughs) She knows it. She knows what it is. Um, So it's when you are given those kind of like divine, that divine guidance or those pings or just things of like, I don't know why I feel like I should do that. I feel like I should go to Kohl's right now and you end up meeting someone or you feel like you should not go somewhere. Like those are the things that 
when you're listening and you're tuning in and you're channeling your ideas for 2020, not only is that going to help your practice, it's also going to help uplift everyone in the group and then it'll just ripple down to like all the other people in your life, including your patients, which are obviously the most important thing. Um, the second one is break the chain, healing ancestral patterns, rewriting the future. Um, so I think that more so like ancestral patterns to me, it would be like, okay, well, you're all women chiropractors. So how can you support each other and maybe breaking or rewriting? What does that mean? What is it like to be a woman in your industry and um, to be a leader and just to lead for yourself and others? So rewriting the future is maybe just we're kind already of- doing that. <laughs> yes. We're already doing that. <laughs> so keep doing that. Um, keep doing that. The next one is what can you do for yourself? Um, and this one is Mintunkin. It is longing for home, um, belonging, or the original light workers. So. According to this woman, uh, Mintonkin was like a place like Atlantis or Lemuria, which is like no longer here, but was this beautiful, amazing place. And um, the legend or story is that anyone who like came from that, it's no longer. So you kind of just have this like longing to belong. And I think ultimately what it would be then to support yourself is make sure that you a like are where you belong and you are doing things that um where you feel that sense of belonging and if there are things in your life that you don't feel good like maybe it's time to weed some of those things out and just to know that no matter where you are you're always with you so like you can find that sense of belonging within yourself and that's probably even the most important thing is just to feel like you know what no matter where i am i'm at home within myself um so that's all i have super brief and short um and we use stuff like this to just kind of guide us nothing is like giving you a hard answer on anything um it's how you interpret it and my interpretation of it um, is what it is. Um, I share it in the way that it makes sense to me, uh, but I will send the photos. And if anyone has any questions, you can let me Yeah, know. I'll send the book explanation too and what she drew them for. Um, do you want to show like the other decks of cards that you sure. have really quickly? Um, we like angel cards and we really like the Rebecca Campbell ones you can get those as an app um on iphone for sure and i draw a card for myself every morning um i do this little ritual where i do my five minute journal i do um i pull a card i have this app for iphone called moon calendar and it also kind of reiterates um like what things i might face so that i can make good decisions about like if it's not a good day to communicate i don't do it Um, and then I do the card pull to kind of just like ground myself for the day and set the intention. So, cool. Um, Um, yeah, the main ones we use here are the moon deck, which is these, um, those are available online. This is one of my favorites. And I did draw this card, um, my inner compass knows the way for you guys before we even started. I forgot about that. (laughs) I just thought I was like, oh yeah. Um, so we'll we'll include that one in the group. Um, the other ones I use are the Archangel cards, and then also Kyle Gray is one of my favorites. He has the Keepers of the Light deck. Um, so again, all of this is just used um, as a tool. Um, I'm a very visual person, so I like to see. I like to see words. I like to yeah. just kind of have that image or visualization or the words. And then I see how they feel in my body. And then I know like, yes or no, or yep, that resonates or no, that doesn't. Yeah. Good. Thank you so much for letting me share that. Yeah. Um, so I guess now we could open it up for questions. If you guys have any, any questions. 
Well, thank you both for this is this is meaty. I already I do have a couple. I have questions. <laughs> Fire away, girl. I will have, but I'll. Who else has questions or thoughts on like? Oh, I'd like to implement this, but I'm not quite sure where to use it or anything like that. Nothing. Well. Okay, well, I will happily start. So, (laughs) Julia, how did you... I I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Um, Was it just, like, you decided that you had an angel and her name was Jackie and the the 33 was your number? Like, was that just a download or... It was, was like, a ginormous download, yeah. It was like, oh, my God, that's why I've been called Jackie my whole life. Like, and then once I started to, like, put things together, it... I was like, I've seen the number 33 my entire life. Like, I've, like, I've, I recognized it. I just didn't maybe know what it meant. And, and it could be just something as simple as, I mean, when somebody really close to you passes away, you just get more spiritual no matter how, you know, like you just, you you think about like his, he left his wife and his child behind and. Like, what does that mean for me? And what does that mean for our life? And then I started to kind of do some reading and research on like past lives. And then I was like, wait a second, this all feels so familiar to me. And I, it's not like I threw away everything I ever knew. It's just, whoa, this feels like home to me. And so then it just started to, she just started to pick up the pace. And she gets quiet, like, I don't know, November, she was really quiet. I didn't get anything. But then, like, lately, it's been, like, like, it'll literally come out of my mouth. And I'm, like, I don't think I said that. (laughs) Like, it just, it's, like, wisdom that I didn't necessarily put the words together for. So that happens more and more. And I think it's, I'm just at the very beginning of this. Like, I, I mean, I'm just at the beginning, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it was more of just like kind of being open to looking at the pieces in a different way, even though they were already there, and then just trusting the pieces as yeah. they as, as they came to your consciousness yeah. versus being subconscious. Yes, and I wouldn't say that I'm comfortable telling people that like on a regular basis. Obviously, I like would, I, I knew I I knew I could trust this group, and yeah. I know I can trust. Um, like I have a female mastermind group that meets once a month and I know I can trust them, but I mean, Josh just saw this check like a couple days ago and he's like, who's Jackie? (laughs) So I told him and then he was like, I'm leaving. (laughs) Not her. Just the room. Yeah. Just the building. Yes. Just the building. Yes. I get that. Okay. He's he's coming around. You mentioned pretty early on, Julia, that you are asking. You are now asking patients about deeper things. Yeah. I just give give some examples of how that goes. Like if if so, you know, so for everyone listening to this, I'm sure everyone has had those experiences, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, and if you haven't had that experience where you're like, something else is cooking here. Mm-hmm. Well and yeah. And if I, you if you haven't had that yet, then definitely get quiet, get quieter when you adjust. Make sure before you you go to a table that you are getting everything out of your brain because like that happens frequently for yes. me. Yes. Yeah, but I would like to hear from you, Julia. Like, what are you asking them? Okay, so um, well, for one thing, when you scan, you can see trauma in their scans. Mm-hmm. You can see that, and um, I did. I sent Christy a book list. Um, if you want to understand. Um, where people will harbor their emotions in physical pain. Um, Quantum Angel Healing, which is one of Lorelai's books, it has been super helpful for me because it literally goes down the spine. Like it goes from C1 to the sacrum. Um, there, and you can't, I mean, you can take it with a grain of salt and just know it for yourself and then ask directive questions. You cannot be like... Hey, I read this. Hey, C5 is a representation of not being able to speak your truth. Are you doing that? You know, like you can't, you know, <laughs> go in all hard nose. But um, it does help me um, build some compassion prior to their visit so that I can really understand them. So now that I've read it so many times, it's just I know it. Um, another one is uh, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And then another one is... Um, what your body is trying to tell you by Lise Bourbeau. Um, 
actually, um, there's a couple of her books that I had recommended just to help you understand people's bodies and where they harbor things. And it's not always true. I mean, like one of the things is, uh, headaches, like chronic headaches are repressed anger and rage. Um, that's not always the case. People can harbor rage anywhere. Um, but like shoulders left, left, like left side of your body is feminine represents feminine. Um, right side represents masculine. And sometimes that can be actually reversed depending on the side of dominance. You just have to like trust your instincts when it comes to that. But if they are having an issue, like say in the lower joints, it's usually restriction. So knees, hips, ankles, that represents a restriction in their life. So sometimes um, I'll just ask like, what's going on at work? Do you have, you know, like, is there somebody stopping you from doing your job or something like that? Just it's kind of, sometimes it's really out of the blue, but um, just kind of like directive questions that don't really require a big answer. Cause I don't want to spend a bunch of time in my office, you know, taking up time talking about their emotional health. I just want them to recognize that if they're under stress, their body is going to give them signals for that. So that's kind of what I do. So um, those books really helped me understand how people harbor um, emotional patterns. And that's how I kind of start my directing my questions. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I'll, I'm going to randomly throw in. So I don't, about a month ago, I don't know. Has anyone had true craniosacral therapy where it's like full on? Okay. One, like, yeah, obviously Andrea, Andrea is going to laugh about the story, but Andrea has, <laughs> because we all watched her have a full like <laughs> hour and 15 minute craniosacral session so for anyone who hasn't ever seen that I would encourage you to try to see that so it was up ledger and she was like it, it was one of those things where like you can watch and it's super fascinating but the whole time obviously as a chiropractor and with the volume we see like I was like there's no way that I could ever integrate with any of this stuff however like this is a perfect example of how you could mm -hmm. utilize that. And I think there's so much depth to that. Obviously, a lot of you see so many more women than men anyway. So think about how much more receptive typically you're going to, you know, they're going to be with this type of concept when you're phrasing it in the right way and when you're using this knowledge as well. I mean, I can't. I can, couldn't even tell you how many times it's like random something comes to me and that that's like the breakthrough that that person needs. And I don't know why, mm -hmm. I don't know why I think that, or I don't know where it comes from. Um, this happens to us sometimes in our doctor meetings, right? Where we're like, well, we should check this or we should do that or we should, you know, so I would just really encourage all of you, especially for anyone that you feel like you've been stuck on and, or whatnot, instead of beating yourself up over it, like what, it, what if you what if you did surrender like Julia said what mm -hmm. if what if you're missing something because you're trying to figure it out mm -hmm. and that I would say that's one of the biggest things that I took away from the call right is yes. instead of instead of you feeling like everything is on your shoulders which I think is very common mm -hmm. with most achievers which all of you are mm -hmm. like it's your job to figure it out it's your job to get the pieces going and whatnot obviously you can't be you know you can't not do anything like Lorelai said like if someone throws up please pick it up um <laughs> you cannot do anything but I do think and this is so obviously um aligned with the whole thought process of this group right like this whole call has been very aligned with that um I do think if you have been stuck with how you're gonna make the pieces work what if you just go back and start asking more questions mm -hmm instead of feeling like you're trying to make the pieces work because how many of you have felt like like if I have to try one more thing I just don't know I'm at my wit's end I mean that's kind of what coaching is right like all of this happens sometimes right where you're you're just like I don't know what's gonna get me over this plateau or I don't know what's gonna you know get my relationship to the communication level it deserves or I don't know when I'm gonna be able to figure out how to balance all this stuff and be able to do all the things without feeling guilty all the right so I I think it's awesome for you to dive into this a little bit deeper if that's your pattern like if your pattern is that control and how am I going to figure it out and I feel bad if I don't figure it out I would encourage you to surrender to some of this type of stuff because 
Um, I love the whole, like, Lorelai, you said, no matter where I am, I'm at home within myself. And I think as a strong, powerful woman in today's society, that's a difficult phenomenon for Mm -hmm. us to feel. Um, And I think for all of you to be the amazing healers that you are, that's, it's necessary for you Mm -hmm. to feel that. So if this struck your, you know, struck you that like, oh, I just never thought of it that way, then I I encourage you to go down the bunny hole Mm -hmm. with the book Mm -hmm. recommendations that Julia Um, is sharing and I'll post in the group and stuff because I think it's and I think too if you're more of an analytical brain and you have a hard time surrendering to the woo-woo then I mean even though he's pretty scientific Joe Dispenza is still pretty woo-woo and what we were talking about with the Mintankin and Pleiades like that's what he's talking about when he's talking about other dimensions and having mystical experiences he's talking about this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so I mean it's you have to decide for yourself how you feel about it, and that's the right thing for you. It's mm-hmm. as simple as that. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Any more questions? I was just say, does anyone have any other questions? <laughs> Everyone's like processing Whoa. the thing. It's yeah. a lot. Drink a lot of water. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Take a bath tonight. Yes. Well, thank you ladies so much. I would say honestly, like all of it, so helpful, but just the coolness of, you know, selecting the cards for the group. Um, I got a little emotional and teary because I think it's, um, you know, there's lots of ways that things feel aligned. Did anybody get emotional when she was repeating that the question in the meditation? I totally did. Does anyone want to share their little download during yeah. the meditation? Yeah. Did anyone have something that you were like, oh, I need to focus wow. on this, or maybe this is my word, or everyone's still like. If you don't oh, want to, I'll share mine. <laughs> so, go for it. Well, I'll go for it. Um, so mine first was like my office just full of families just full just full and me hugging them and our office just like going and rolling and then it flipped over to me and my husband on a beach like hugging and then like at a hockey game watching my son and then like it went it flipped back into practice but then I was on a stage talking to thousands of people and then it came back to practice and then it went back to family and it just kept like going like this every time she asked the question it just kept rolling that's it's like my life flashing like this is all I've been asking for and in this last year God has transformed me into the person that gets to have that life yes (laughs) awesome I love that well thank you ladies I think it's awesome and for anyone too that's still like processing I'd encourage you to listen again um does anyone struggle with meditation Let's just truth time. As, I, yes. I, mean, I, I can't happily, meditate but, unless Lorelai is guiding us. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I will happily raise my hand very high because I have done several guided meditations in different group settings and apps and, like, all the stuff. And literally, like, 90% of the time, I'm like... <clears throat> like, what's happening? My brain's going... <laughs> this was the first time that I wasn't... Um, I, for lack of a better word, annoyed by the meditation. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> if anything, I would I would encourage if anyone is like me, like listen to that portion of the meditation. Ooh, would um, you? Yeah. yeah. Lorelai has some pre-recorded meditations. I could post oh, them in great. the squad if anybody would like yeah, that. Yeah, Lorelai's okay with that. that yeah, would be absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. Love it. Apparently, she's my key to being able to meditate, so I will happily, I will happily take that. Um, but I will tell you all of you, one of the reasons why I asked these ladies to do this today, I, I'm totally that, like, you guys know me well enough so that I'm, like, a hard nose, like, you know, right? Like, I don't, I don't know if I believe in all this, but this year, there's there's been a lot of signs that I needed to trust this stuff, and I need to do this stuff, and obviously, I talked about do less to all of you at the June event and like Kate Northrup, I've been following her. I'm now in her mastermind. So there's a lot of, there's been a lot of signs of this is necessary. And I think some of the biggest growth things 
in your life you're typically pretty resistant to in the beginning because mm-hmm. your body or your mind or whatever yeah. just doesn't know how to process it, how to handle it. So this is one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to bring it to all of you because I think it can be really helpful and it also aligns with what we've talked about all year, which is that permission factor and trusting your gut and trusting your innate and knowing that you know and being able to tune out all the extra gunk um, because they also talked about you know being trained at a young age to quiet that inner voice instead of listen to it. And so all of you as well have kids in within whether you have your own kids or kids within your reach in the practice like I think it's really important that you figure out how to do this for yourself so you can figure out how to foster this for kids because I just think about this year and think about if I would know what I know right now if I would have known it when I was 15 mm-hmm. or 25 I just think about how much um anguish and yeah. whatnot I could bared myself Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really important as you're helping other people in this journey called life which all of us are helpers and doers and healers and supporters and I think it's really important for you to ask yourself what maybe you're extra skeptical about or extra tentative about and like go there and um (laughs) dive in (laughs) we had another big check mark of that last week we did a VIP focus group for our patients and while we were asking questions I never registered how much, but like almost all of them were talking about their level of skepticism when they started. Mm. And so it was really healthy, I think, for us to hear that these people who all had this huge level of skepticism with regard to chiropractic were now like our closest, like, you know, the people that literally lift us up and make us do what we do. So I really think as you are figuring out what you want to work on in 2020, what you want to read in 2020, um, just don't be afraid to challenge yourself and don't be afraid to go deeper on those things that feel like, I don't even know how, how I would understand this. That's probably a great indication that you, you should try to figure it out. So that's just my little thought flash of the nothing I had planned as per normal. Um, but I <laughs> love it. Say it <laughs> so, okay. Well, thank you ladies. So, so much again. So appreciated. I loved it. I got, okay. I'm going to go back and read all this stuff a couple times when I, when I need it. Um, and just a reminder for all of you that are on, this is our last call of the year because obviously next Tuesday is Christmas Eve and the following Tuesday is New Year's Eve. Um, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, some of you have been here the whole year. Some of you have been here a portion of the year, but this has been the best ever. So I am so excited <laughs> to continue to watch it change and grow and evolve and I'm so excited for all of us to just listen to our own intuition together and support each other and be able to get to what uh, feels like the best version of life for each of us individually so that we can have that beautiful harmony together as well so love all of you have a fantastic holiday please rest and rejuvenate and love on your all those family members and just um you know have some fun looking back at all the cool things that you accomplished this year too so have a fantastic rest of the day i will talk to you soon in january 2020 bye bye that was so good